Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Uh, welcome into the Mark Cax Morning Show. Just looking at your your ballot choices uh, on on what the, on the April election for the city of St. Louis. Apparently, there's a sewer issue on there. Is that right, Carl? Am I understanding yes. that correctly? But also that was, the sewer issue was the number one thing that was voted on the thing that we should do with the Rams money. So this vote to increase taxes might not work. Uh, How no. many millions of dollars would you be allocating toward that? And then you also need to raise taxes. <laughs> Help me understand that. Yeah. The water has gone. So, down. so we got we got millions and millions of dollars from the Rams settlement, and they donated. They dedicated thirty million of it to to the Jones Dome over here, the to the dome to update it. And they claim that's only about half of what they need. But we have millions that's going to go to giveaway programs because that's what the people are voting on. I mean, seriously, how do these city police officers feel that the dome is getting, and I'm not hating on the dome no, updates. I'm just no. saying, how do those officers feel that they don't get to hire anybody else, even though they're 300 officers short, but don't worry, guys, the dome is getting updates. Yeah, wouldn't wouldn't want to, wouldn't want to, distract from what's important here would we that'll stop the criminals they're going to see how fantastic the dome looks and make you know what i do not want to commit this crime the vote story though is because they were already starting early voting uh, for for the april election it's february this is we're going to talk more about ballot harvesting here in just a couple of minutes but i just want to point that out why are we opening up the the voting now for an election that isn't until April unless you just want to garner and gather as many votes as you can for your cause. That's exactly it. And the question is, if you vote for it, you're going to get flood control. If you vote against it, you won't get any flood control. Like it's just it's a silly even the wording on the ballot is silly about the whole thing, trying to scare people into uh, into voting for it. So we'll talk more about that coming up here uh, shortly. We're going to talk about Nikki Haley's news conference today that's supposed to happen sometime in the middle of the day. They're keeping an eye on the United States Supreme Court. President Trump's asked for a rapid decision from them uh, regarding not his balloting case, but this question regarding the Jack Smith case in D.C. and the whole immunity question. Uh, he wants them to rule on it quickly, and Fox is reporting that could happen. That could they could get an answer this morning on whether the Supreme Court will rule quickly on it, not not on an actual ruling, but we're keeping an eye on that for you just in case. Right now, though, we want to uh, get to our top stories, Carl. Please. The Mark Cox Shortlist. You are drunk on power. 
You are drunk on power and it is time for you and the party to reconsider what it is you do, why you do what you do, who you are as a party, and who should actually be in charge of it. Oh, those are, that's a Democrat senator. They've been filibustering all night. They're still going. It's 8 in the morning. They've been up all night in Jeff City trying to talk down uh, a vote and prevent a vote on initiative petition reform. He will do everything he can to become an absolute authoritarian leader if given the opportunity to do so. Uh. Back up, you creep. Get away from me. Yeah, you know who that is. You can't elect Trump. You can't elect Trump. Uh, He's a deplorable. Here's the downside to what President Trump is trying to do. I I, I would love it for these two folks to prosecute me. Because from what I saw, neither one of them are very good. (laughs) Trey Gowdy going sideways on uh, Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade down in the great state of Georgia saying, hey, uh, these these are the people you want on the job if you're being prosecuted for some strange reason. The, the problem that um, the, the Republican Party has is they spend a whole lot of money um, on traditional way of voting. It's not going to work. Go- oh, that is a, vo- a, a vote harvester, a convicted vote harvester from, uh, from New Jersey who now is trying to sell his wares to the Republican Party. I thought this was interesting. Jesse Waters had the story on about this guy. Last night, Greg, uh, Craig uh, Calloway, I think is his last name. And uh, he's basically saying, listen, uh, here's the deal. The Democrats have turned against me because I started offering my services to somebody other than them. So they're now mad at me. Uh, But Republicans need to understand you got to start playing the Democrats game or you're going to continue to be beaten. I mean, he's not wrong. Well, listen to his here's here. This is about a minute and a half. But here's here's his. Here's his theory on all this, as reported on the Waters program, Jesse Waters. Craig Calloway will never, ever be a Democrat again in life. When I uh, started um, making the the transition into um, including others uh, into my my work, that's when the Democratic Party um, turned on me, and it's been... Uh, a battle ever since. Craig, better be careful. Black Democrats switching parties could be dangerous. My lawyers have told me, be very, very careful to what you say because it can and will be used against you. <laughs> yeah. So he's been threatened. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure. I feel like I've heard that, that in the black community, if you are a Republican, it's like, how dare you? Well, I mean, look how they treat Supreme Court justices and anyone else that that has switched uh, or or told the truth about what's going on. Here's here's the thing about what Craig Calloway said. Now, he thinks hiring him is the answer to the problem, that he can help Republicans figure this out is the pitch he was making to them up there. Um, but there's a probably a bigger lesson for the Republican Party here, if you listen closely to what he's saying. The, the problem that um, the, the Republican Party has is they spend a whole lot of money um, on traditional way of voting. It's not going to work. You're going to lose. You're going to continue to lose all the elections. If you continue to, to spend all your money on people or, 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 uh, or the uh, consultants who are just bringing out the same votes, you're going to continue to lose. You got Yeah. You got to do something different 
which is get to the people who wouldn't normally vote, coerce them to order a ballot, you fill it out for them, and then you take it and stick it in a box somewhere, (laughs) which is what 2,000 mules proved to us happened repeatedly in swing states in the last election. Yeah. No, it's a problem, but I I agree that we have to figure out how to play their game. Um, So we can refer to it as cheating, which it is, but if apparently if we don't start doing the same thing, we're going to continue to lose elections. It's either that or require same-day voting unless you are handicapped or you have some other reason that you can't get to the polls. Right. you got to prove it. A valid reason, not some rinky-dink reason that anyone could say, which is what they're letting fly. Well, this is um, th- this is where we are today, and the, hopefully the change at the top of the Republican Party will have some impact on that. Coming up, uh, we are going to check in with Tanya J. Powers because she's covering a story today that, you know, I, I don't know. We, we focus a lot on the health care systems, the big hospital systems here in St. Louis County. Did you know that that hundreds of rural hospitals within the in communities in the sound of my voice – have gone out of or are are in the middle of possibly going out of business because of what's going on in this country. There's a new report out on that. We'll talk to Tanya Powers about it coming up right after the break. Stay tuned. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Well, whether you're listening to the sound of my voice in uh, somewhere in southern Illinois, right? Because I know I've picked this up uh, almost to um, to Mount Vernon before, headed east. Or to almost Columbia, headed west. Or down south, wherever you are in a rural area. Uh, you might find yourself in a situation where your local hospital is at risk of going out of business. How is that happening? It's happening in states across the country. We got Tanya J. Powers from Fox News Radio covering the story today. Tanya, how are you? Hey, good morning. What, what is the what's the primary challenge? Is it is it not getting reimbursements from the government? What what are they facing here? 
Yes, that's part of it. It's not just the government. It's private insurers, Medicaid, Medicare. They're getting smaller reimbursement amounts, but that's just one of the things. Let me kind of get an overall view of what we're talking about, like the scope of the issue here. Um, this comes, a lot of this information comes from Chartist, which is a Chicago healthcare advisory services firm. They did a study and they said a total of 141 rural hospitals have closed since 2010. And they say another 453 are at risk of closure. Now, the seven states with the most hospitals vulnerable to closures include Texas, this is in order, Texas with 45, Kansas with 38, Nebraska, Oklahoma, North Carolina, Georgia, and Mississippi. Um, there, there are some that are, you know, in, in, you know, worse risk than others, but this list of, of states is pretty big. It also, for the most part, is a swath across the South. That is where they're seeing, um, you know, the most impact to patients. And I get that information from a study from the National Institutes of Health in 2021 is when they, when they published it. This story has been uh, something I've been following for years, the closures of rural hospitals and, and the, the way that it affects it. And the National Institutes of Health study said that in 20, since 2010, when they put this out in 2021, they said 106 hospitals, rural hospitals, had closed since 2010. I just told you the new number is 141 mm -hmm. since 2010. So that's how much it's changed just in the last two or three years. It gives you an idea of how quickly this is happening. Um, they said the most marked changes, even in 2021, was, a, like I said, a big chunk of the South. About 400,000 people were no longer able to get to a hospital in 15 minutes is basically what that boiled down to. That is the 2021 numbers from the NIH. These days, you know, like I said, there have been even more hospitals that have closed uh, in rural areas since then. So you can imagine the, the, the you know, that would be a, even, an even bigger problem. Mm -hmm. Tanya, this is Kim. Is there any real solution here to stop this train from continuing down the tracks like it is? That is a really good question. Um, unfortunately, I don't know if anybody has the answer to it, uh, quite honestly. At this point, um, you know, the things they looked at are some of the, the warning signs, obviously, uh, when they look, put this data together. They looked at the number of uh, years a hospital has been operating without a profit. Uh, the net patient revenue, how much they're making off each patient, like you mentioned, the reimbursement from not only Medicare and Medicaid, but private insurers, that's gotten smaller. So, you know, it's obviously, you know, hard to keep medical, you know, services available and overhead if you're, you know, dealing with fewer reimbursements, all kinds of other issues. They looked at the number of inpatients during the year, the average need, uh, the daily need for skilled nursing facilities. There's a lot that goes into this. This story gets into the weeds real fast. However, I want people to understand this is this is something to pay attention to, especially if you live in a rural area. Oh, yeah. um, you know, it could be it could be a situation of, you know, like obviously emergency services is the first thing we think of. Um, you know, that's that's just part of it. Well, uh, it's eye opening for sure. Tanya, we appreciate your reporting on this. Thank you. Sure. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. She, she had a, another interview she had to go do here at the bottom of the hour. But I wanted to bring that to people's attention. I mean, it it's. um She's right, though. Call 911. How far? I mean, you can get a, you can get your emergency squad to respond to you. How far do they have to drive you to mm -hmm. get you to a hospital right. in, in some of these areas? I also wondered, and I didn't have time to ask her, in these states where she mentioned how many hospitals are at risk, I wonder how many of those are, like, owned by the same company. You, you, you know, I wonder if there yeah. are companies that only operate hospital systems in rural communities 
and they're simply looking at the bottom line and decided we can't justify continuing to to bleed losses Mm -hmm. from these one or two hospitals, and they're trying to drive people to other facilities they own, potentially. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the answer to it. All right. Coming up, uh, we've got uh, Dr. Shea Bradley Farrell. She's president of Counterpoint Institute for Policy. (laughs) She's been watching Nikki Haley like the rest of us. What is Nikki Haley after? Really? Seriously? She's got a news conference scheduled for later today. Nobody knows exactly what she's going to say. We'll kick it around. Coming up. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. I mean, keep in mind, I am running against him. No, I know. For a reason. I'm running against him because I don't think he should be the right. Yeah, I don't think he's the right person at the right time. I don't think he should be president. The last thing on my mind is who I'm going to support. The only thing on my mind is how we're going to win this. Well, you know that voice by now. That's uh, Nikki Haley. And, you know, I, I'm the Democratic Party. I'm recording all these and I'm saving them. Because I'm using them in my ads against Donald Trump. That's, in my opinion, is what Nikki Haley is accomplishing right now by staying in this race. Now, she has a news conference later today. I don't know what she's going to say in it. It's going to be a state of the race address down in uh, South Carolina um, in her home state where she's losing by 32 points. Wow. We got Dr. Shea Bradley Farrell on the phone right now, president of Counterpoint Institute for Policy Research and Education in the uh, D.C. area. And uh, welcome in. Hey, Mark. Th- thanks so much for having me on this morning. Yeah, you heard my, uh, my the clip I played there with Nikki. That was from uh, a couple days ago. She's, yeah. she's claiming she's still in the race. Uh, my guess is, and the, and the real question is, what's her goal at this point? Any thoughts on that? Yeah, I I think you hit uh, a lot of the reason. I think she's backed by leftists, and or I know that she is backed financially by leftists that oppose Trump and establishment that oppose Trump. I think that her main goal is to tank him down because look at this point, she's down more than thirty points in South Carolina, her own state. I mean, she was governor there, so that should tell people something uh, about her. The current governor is not supporting her. He supports Trump. You know, Trump has seven out of the eight uh, congressional delegates, including Tim Scott. So you have to look at it and say, well, she's getting money that she is not going to have to give back after the campaign. She's building a name for herself. And I believe, man, it's part of this hell-bent obsession, I believe, with taking President Trump down. Hey, this is Kim. I mean, I guess my question, though, would be, could this end up hurting her in the long run? Because I feel like with some of these other candidates, it's like, why are you taking away money from Trump, who's the clear nominee in this case for the Republicans? We need to unite behind him because the most important thing is to beat Joe Biden. Yeah, absolutely, Kim. I I think it is hurting her. Uh, Nelson Rockefeller did something very similar to what she's doing. Uh, decades ago, and uh, 
he ended up being hated by the Republican Party. But also, I think she is breaking up the unity of the Republican Party as well. You know, if you even look at her rhetoric, it's very dangerous and, and reckless. She takes this thing about Trump supposedly being silent on Mulvaney, which he wasn't silent on it. But she takes that and says that Trump thinks it's cool. Putin killed one of his political opponents, or he doesn't think it's a big deal. He, she also said he's siding with Putin. So his silence, in, in her mind, it was silence. It wasn't really. Trump actually commented on it. But this kind of language is like what the Democrats are doing to MAGA Republicans. You know, the DOJ calling MAGA Republicans domestic terrorists, Biden even getting up there in a speech and saying that they were a threat to democracy. This was reckless language. Yeah, also on the NATO alliance, because, uh, you know, I know that doing policy research and education in that area used to work with Mike Pompeo. Is that right? Yeah, I did. I worked in a public policy organization, and we did a lot of work to support uh, the administration on the things that we agreed with. And I I worked directly with Secretary Pompeo on life and human rights issues, as well as Ivanka Trump. And anyway, the White House in general trying to support uh, what they were doing in foreign policy. I mean, one of the interesting things people don't know about is that Trump stopped all the funding we were doing of abortion access overseas, which— Nobody wants to do Republicans or Democrats. We don't want to fund other people's abortions overseas. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Shea Bradley Farrell, our guest uh, from Counterpoint Institute. You know, by, I bring that up because I, I haven't heard Pompeo speak on this. But, you know, Donald Trump takes a lot of credit for getting some of these NATO countries to ante up, so to speak, for their portion. They're supposed to pay 2% of their GDP. I know that's not in writing somewhere, but that that's the goal. And clearly— For a number of years, some of them weren't doing that, despite promising Barack Obama that they would. And it was Donald Trump that kind of forced them to step up and do this, despite all the criticism he took uh, for the way he did it. That's right. Yeah, he really embarrassed them and harassed them to do it. And I, I think rightly so, because even Germany, which is Europe's largest economy, was not meeting that goal this year they say they're going to but if they do that's going to be the first time that they've done that since the end of the cold war or before but we spend we actually account for about 70 percent of uh paying for nato so why do we have to keep doing that you know when trump uh was in office there was only in, in 2022, after he kind of embarrassed them, about seven of 31 countries in NATO started to meet that goal. Now we see there are 11 out of 31 meeting it, supposedly this year, 18. I don't know. But somebody needed to push them because, you know, I like what J.D. Vance said about it. Are, is Europe, are they our allies in NATO or are they some sort of client states? to the United States. And I think we're seeing the same kind of behavior in Ukraine. We do the vast majority of the funding of the war in Ukraine. Uh, Yeah, I I would, I would agree. I I just think it's a fair question because uh, Haley's kind of been riding Trump on this issue. And I know she's got some, some experience as an ambassador for the UN, but uh, I mean, quite frankly, you can support Ukraine and think that they were violated by Russia and not be pro-Putin. I mean, I I do. I think there just has to be some accountability there for how the money is being spent. 
Yeah, that's the point. There is no accountability. And before uh, we even started talking about giving them another $60 billion here recently, we were already giving them the largest uh, U.S. assistance package since the end of World War II. So uh, there is no accountability, even though just in January we found more defense officials were stealing money that was was coming in, this time for ammunition. Six months before that, Zelensky fired his top officials because they were skimming money off of what was supposed to go to food, uh, yeah, food for the troops. Right. So you don't read that, do you? You hardly ever see that. It's buried down in the 15th paragraph. That's, that's very true. Uh, how can people find out more about what you do at CounterPoint? Go to counterpointinstitute.org and sign up for our newsletter. Uh, I also just wrote a book, Last Warning to the West. It's on Amazon now. But thank you so much. You bet. Uh, thank you for your time this morning. We, we appreciate that. Dr. Shay Bradley Farrell there, president of uh, the Counterpoint Institute. I, I don't know what's going to happen today. I, I, I'm, I, I would love to think that Nikki Haley is going to come out in a state-of-the-race address and say— I'm behind 32 points. I'm not blind. I ran for office twice in this state. I know I'm not going to win. If you can't win your own state, how are you going to win Super Tuesday in March? Well, that would be too much common sense because I've already seen reports saying that she has no mm. no plans to say that, that she's going to say, uh, you know, right. full steam ahead, we're, I'm not dropping out of this race. Well, we're going to be having caucuses here coming up uh, in March uh, in in. You know how that one's going to turn out. There's no doubt about it. Donald Trump is going to win that one, too. Uh, so we'll, we'll talk more about that. We're going to get to all that and more coming up right after the break. Stay tuned. All right. Welcome back. Little uh, mammoth WVH for you there. He's coming to town Wednesday, Carl reminded me. Mm-hmm. I might have to go to that. This is school night, though. It's the problem. It is. It's at a place. <laughs> it's a brand new venue called the... What is it? What is it? All red right. flag. That's, okay, the red flag. Mm-hmm. Okay. On right. Locust, Good. downtown, midtown. So I just found out that there are still about five or six spots left, and it's not a hard number. So if there were six, I'm sure you could, six people you could go on our trip to Italy. So we're two months out from that. It's going to be April 29th. If you're still interested, you can go to conservativetours.com, look for the KFTK trip to the Amalfi Coast, $5,300 a person. That's airfare, just about everything. A couple side trips you can take that'll cost you a little extra, but it's going to be a great trip. Um, and I'm really looking forward to it. If you've been thinking about it, uh, I figured it would fill up. There are about six spots left. So if you want to go, it's going to be a fairly small group. And we'll fly into Rome and then tour the Amalfi Coast and end up back in Rome for a couple days. Hope you can do it. Um, By the way, I mentioned this earlier. The Missouri has a caucus coming up on March 2nd. Doesn't get a lot of attention outside of party people, right? People that are involved in their townships and stuff like that. But it is going on, and you can go to Missouri GOP, Missouri.GOP, to find out where your local caucus will be held. Like in St. Louis County, there there's one for the 1st Congressional District, one for the 2nd Congressional District, depending on which one you live in. The 2nd second, second Congressional District's out at Parkway West, uh, and the 1st is going to be held at the, the University of Missouri-St. Louis. 
So that's an example. St. Charles County, 2nd Congressional District is at Francis Howell High School. Um, I guess they're doing them both there, it looks like, at Francis Howell High School on Highway N for the 2nd and the 3rd. So they're combining them. But if you if you live outside of that, Jefferson County, Lincoln County, you can go on their website and find out exactly where your caucus is going to meet. And you can walk in and... And caucus, like I'm going to the one uh, over there at Parkway. On oh, Parkway the West. Mm, That's Parkway where I went West. to high school. Proud graduates. Your picture on the wall over there somewhere? It should be. Come on, P. West. Outstanding. Step it up. I know. They should They should uh, definitely do that. I did want to mention before uh, we run out of time this morning, where I spent last Friday. I'm wearing the shirt, but it's cold in here, so I've got my jacket on. Old Dominic Distillery. I got to go to Memphis with my friends from Lore Wine and Spirits because I talk a lot about Old Dominic. In fact, they actually brought a bottle in this morning. As you can see, a partially empty bottle of their Tennessee whiskey, which is one of the great products that that uh, that they make down there. It's a really unique process, and one of the one of the simpler uh, d- d- distillery tours I've been through. The building is beautiful. They rehab this building. Remember the guy's great great grandfather, the fifth generation now, started this distillery. And back in the 1800s, right? So it's not the same building. They moved into a different building just down the street. It was still standing, and they they built a distillery in there. And from from the ground up, the master distiller uh, did. And they've got they're turning out some great bourbons. Um, got my hands on a, a new bottle of their their five year old a bottled in bond bourbon at signed. home. This is their Tennessee whiskey signed. This is signed by the distiller too. Cue the Chris the side of it. song. Yeah, no kidding. But every time you say Tennessee whiskey, I start singing the song in my head. Yep. You must have been listening to Second Amendment Radio in <laughs> Carl the great outdoors. It. Carl played it. Uh, but yeah, they've got gin and vodka products too. But wow, if you ever go to Memphis, this is very close to Beale Street. Be sure you get down there and take a tour. They're open seven days a week. they got a great bar and, and a gift shop where I bought my old Dominic t-shirt. Very nice. All right. It's going to do it for us. Stay tuned. Uh, I'm sure Kilmeade will have the latest on whether anything comes out of the Supreme Court today. Uh, They're expecting some sort of decision or motion from the Supreme Court a little later this morning. Of course, Annie and Mark will be in later in the day. We will see you tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.